that we have been transformed. And so we can't be ashamed as God begins to reveal in us those things that need to be renewed in us. Right, right. And they begin to come out of us. We're not ashamed. We don't want them to stay in us. Come on. We want them to be exposed. We want to be transformed. So we find out we have liars in the house Thank of God. You. In the house of God. But I want to say deeper than that. In the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Because if they're in the body of Christ, they're going to be delivered. All right? Come on. Backsliders going to be delivered. Cheaters are going to be delivered. Whores are going to be delivered in the body of Christ. Come on now. And that's what God wants us to know. Don't Hallelujah. be ashamed. Hallelujah. Read who you are. Who you are. I belong means that Thank you, Lord. I am who I am without trying to Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So I'm so glad to be <laughs> in the body of Christ. In the body. And you guys, let's watch how we look at one another. Mm -hmm. Let's celebrate yes, one another. Yes, I yes, yes. I celebrate that you're here this morning. I celebrate that we come together to hear the word this morning. Man. I celebrate because I know that whatever is out of order, <laughs> not of order, yes. they put it in order. Amen. In the Hallelujah. Now, just on that point alone, we need to think. God is a God of order. And we just pray that as we go through this, this month, it'll solidify in the hearts of each and every listener that you belong. That you belong. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you right now. And we thank you, God, for the sacrifice that you made for us to include us, to make us a part of your body, to draw us in, Lord, out of all our, our issues, our sins, God, our shortcomings, our fears, hallelujah, the put-downs, Lord, all the mistakes that we make and we've made, you did it to cover it all. Just one drop of your blood, God, was enough to forgive all our wrongs and all our sins. But, Lord, we recognize that we deal with this flesh and we recognize, God, that, that we have an adversary that, that wants to trip us up, the father of lies. And, Lord, we recognize even now that we have tripped up and we believed in the lie. We bought into the lies. We've even made some of our own. But help us, Lord, to come to that realization as we receive your word that you died, Lord, that we could be set free from all of it. Lord, that we could be back in right relationship with you, not by our own strength or our own doing, God, but by your stripes, by the shedding of your blood. Hallelujah. By the forgiveness of our sins. Lord, for the, because of the love that you created us to pour upon us. We thank you, God. We say, let your spirit speak to us wherever we are. Whatever our issue, our struggle, our fear, you're greater. Help us to surrender to you today. Hallelujah. And continually, that we may walk in the ways that you want us to walk. With joy and peace in our soul because we belong to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Even as Pastor Lynn was talking about, you can be seated, about the God of order. You know, and that's, that's, that's who he is and, 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 and that's what he does. Amen. And the scripture says he's, he's, he is love. Amen. And, and we look at the, the creation of time. We look at the creation of of all the things that God has made, and he put it all in order. Amen. So we're going to release our children to their classes, amen, and, and we're going to begin to dig into this, this area of belonging because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a person that really likes things to be in order. <laughs> you know, I believe that 
there's a place for everything and hopefully everything can be where? In its place. It's got, it's got a place that it belongs. When you, when, when you go shopping, amen, I'll say about me. Amen. When I, when I go out to buy something, I already got an idea where it needs to be, right. where it's going to fit, where it's going to go, where it's going to belong. Amen. Uh-huh. amen. And, and she'll, so if God is a God of order, and we know that he is, that everything that he created, including us, has a place. Amen. All right. You know, and I think about in the very beginning when God, in, in Genesis a man was creating the heavens and the earth and all that he did. Amen. He said everything in order. And each day at the end, he said, it is good because why? It was in order according to his purpose, according to his plan. And even when he got to the place, amen, of dealing with Adam, he said he made a, a garden eastward in Eden. And he took Adam and put him where? In the garden where he belonged. But the enemy came in. You know, he came in and, amen, and, and, and he began to mess things up, amen. He began, you know, he, the Lord looked and he saw that, he said this other thing that he looked at Adam, amen, after all the creation, he said, it's, it's not good for man to be alone. Right. Yeah, we need somebody else to belong to. Amen. amen. So he made Eve, amen, and he placed him in the garden and the enemy came and he began to mess it all up. Yeah. And he started with what? A lie. He introduced a lie to them, amen. And, and, and just in your own mind, think about how many times that the lies of the enemy has tripped you up. Or maybe tripped up somebody you know or tripped up a loved one, amen, because of the lies. Because sometimes we, we, we're longing for something. And, and sometimes, I, I, I got to be honest with you, sometimes the lies sound good. Sometimes the lie fits our, our narrative, amen, and it, it, it empowers us in a way, but it also strips us from where we really belong, amen, in the favor of God. And the more we recognize, amen, that, okay, God had a plan. No matter what you've done, no matter how old you are, no matter how long you've been around, God has a plan. He said he knows the thoughts and the plans. That he has for us in Chronicles. He said he knows these things. Amen. And, and we're still what? I'm going to be honest. We, we're still trying to figure it out. Amen. The only way we're going to figure it out is get to the word of God. Right. Because we can chase after this and chase after that and chase after all manner of things. Amen. But we need to really come to a place to realize God created us. He created us because he wanted to be in relationship with us. And being in relationship with us means that he wanted to love us. Amen. And that's where we belong, amen, is in that relationship. We belong in that place that God wants us to be, amen, enjoying that relationship with him. But we got to overcome all this other stuff that has messed us up. It, It has caused us, amen, to lose out on many occasions. It's caused us to doubt God. Amen. It's caused us to question even our own selves. So when you talk about belonging, what is it to belong? To belong to something, to belong to somebody. Amen. You know, it can be to be the property or the possession. But see, I don't think that's God's mind towards us to be his property or his possession. He wants the, that's why he gave us a free will. So we could choose to be in relationship with him so that we can choose to love him. And and that's the kind of relationship I believe that God wants to have with each and every one of us. So never feel like it's oppressing upon or forcing or, you know, or or, or constricting us to be in relation. No, he wants us to understand the love that he has for us and and the magnitude of that love. Amen. That would pull us out of all these other places. Amen. That the world has taken us, that this flesh has taken us Mm -hmm. to pull us out of those places. Amen. And so that we can be in a relationship with him. And to operate with him like he wants us to operate. You know, Pastor Linda mentioned belonging to the church. Amen. The church is just a part of the body of Christ. Amen. And simply, when we stop and think about that, it's not the building. We are the body. Amen. And sometimes, you know, we feel like we got to meet somebody's qualifications. Come on. 
you know, in many churches, to, to tell the truth, amen, have a whole lot of restrictions and, and qualifications and so forth that we must rise to in order to be a part of. But simply put, that's up to God to decide these things. He gives us a lot of guidance and he gives us a lot of instruction in his word. But in the final analysis, when, when, when we take our last breath, it's going to be what he said. It's going to be all about what he said in our relationship with him. Amen. So as we we dig into this, amen, we can belong to organizations, we can belong to clubs, we can belong to fraternities, amen, we can belong to all kinds of, of things, amen, and, and you know, we, we, we can break all that stuff down and we'll deal with some of those things, but when it really comes down to it, the best place that you can be is in the body of Christ, amen, so I'm going to yield some space to Pastor Sam, amen, but we want... We want to begin to just read through this chapter, you know, and lay it out as we begin to dig into it. And as we do, we're going to begin to dissect it over the next few weeks, amen, so that we can grab hold of what God is saying to us. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all members of that one body, being many, that the foot shall say, Because I am not the hand. I am not of the body. It is therefore not of the is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, am I not of the body? Mm. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? And if the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members of every one of them in the body as it hath pleased him. Mm-hmm. And if it they were all one member, where were the body? But now are there many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Right. Nor again right, right. the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more, those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable Upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have been more abundant, abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need. But God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked, that there should be no schisms in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. Mm. And whether one member suffer, all men members suffer with it. Right. Or one member be honored, all members rejoice with it. With it. Now ye are the body of Christ, and all members in particular. And God has set some in the churches, first apostles, secondly, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, and after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all working of miracles? Have all the gifts of the healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? Mm. But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. May God bless and truly read in his word. And like the pastors have said, we're going to bring that out in just for just a few moments. I don't want to take more because we definitely want to hear from Pastor Linda is, um, and uh, Apostle David. Is I just wanted to share with you, and this is some, I mean, there's so much great word in these, these passages of scripture, but I just wanted to just quickly just share with you uh, about Rahab. Rahab was a, a harlot in Jericho, and I'm, I'm glad Pastor Linda had brought that out about the different, the different types of people that come to the body of Christ 
that we, we call, you know, the not-sos, the least of these, those that uh, are rejected mm -hmm. by the church. Let's be honest. The body of Christ rejects those who are not living up to God's word as if we all have been, once we get saved, we have, we have just totally cleared the slate and Come on. not made a mistake. But sometimes we do forget. So I love this example of Rahab, how uh, this is where the Battle of Jericho, right before the Jer Battle of Jericho, when two spies were sent into the city. And Rahab, the harlot that she is, a wonderful harlot, the king went to Rahab and he said, hey, send me those two spies. The right. King knew yep. Rahab had her ear to the street. The king knew that people were stopping by Rahab's house. This was a harlot, but God had needed her. God needed her. She married a man named Salmon. This is in Joshua 2. You don't got to take my word for it. I want you to read it for yourself. And in Joshua 2, it tells the story of how she hid these men. He said, uh, I know these men came to you, and I want you to bring them out. And she said, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. She sent them on a wild goose chase another direction. And she told these men that uh, and she hid them in the roof of her house. Now, what about a harlot? If you think about it, she know how to hide men. People had came to her house at one point looking for their husbands. Come on. She knew how to hide men. Now, this is a harlot. God had need of her. This is what I love come on, about come on. this story. Though she may have been rejected by the world. Yeah. Now, here's another thing that you're going to find out when you read for yourself in Joshua 2. That Rahab uh, made a deal with these guys. And then these spies, and they said, you know what? I'll tell you what. If you, if you save us, put a, uh, we're going to save your whole household. We're going to save your whole household, but they got to be in your house. All right. All right. So imagine, if you will, a prostitute's house. Her house, everything about her house is made to entice men. Now, here come my mom and daddy. I'm embarrassed, but you know the things that we do in here, mom and daddy. Mm -hmm. But I got to get you all in here because we're going to be saved. So you got to just don't mind the perfume smells or the smell of men, the must and the cologne. You don't, don't mind the little things I got around. This is a safe place. Mm. And then when the walls come down, this is we will be safe. They will protect us. I know I'm the daughter that you don't want to invite to Thanksgiving. Come on. I know I'm the one that we get rejected during the holidays. Come on. But if you come to my house, you will be saved. These men promised me that. And when the battle ensued, and you can read that on for yourself, it was a it was a harlot that God used, and it was a harlot that married a man named Salmon, a man named Salmon, and you know her and Salmon had a child called Boaz, and they were all come on, the lineage come on, of Jesus. Break it down. Even Jesus had one of those not souls in his lineage. Of his in his lineage, come on, come on. Who are we? That we can't look upon one another and say, you know what? Hallelujah. I belong. I belong. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. What a blessing to be able to look through the word of God. And that's why we have to get in the word of God. Because um, the enemy wants to give us lies. And so he is a deceiver. Yes, he is. about how many lies that he tells us. Even in the natural, when I grew up, I don't know if any of you guys had these little things that would happen uh, in a family. Okay, so in our family, we was always sometimes teasing one or the other ones about how they weren't uh, literally. Uh-huh. You adopted. Gang up I on you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know what they're saying sounds pretty good. I want you to know this morning that that's what the enemy does with us. Yeah. Come on. And he will try to make us feel. He tells us lies. Yes. And he tries to tell us we don't belong because one of his biggest lies is because of what we've done. That's right. Mm -hmm. Right. And he will make what we've done look so unforgivable. And right. So right. God does not, you know, want us. And we have to be careful because. The Bible lets us know if you don't get in the word, 
you are going to hear the voice of the enemy right. that tells you you're disqualified right. because of your sins. Yes. And so you got to get into the word of God. Yeah. That God qualifies yes. you through the blood. Yes. All right. And that your sins have been washed away. Yes. All right. Yes. And if we believe and we see what God has done for us, oh, yes. then, then we are, have been adopted. And you know what? It would be some people. I didn't learn until later. There was something that was um, told to me that was really special. Is that, uh, you know, a lot of times when someone says you're adopted or whatever, then you feel like, oh, I'm adopted. I'm not the real one. And we have a lot of Christians that believe that because the word of God says that they're adopted, that the Jews, and we're not the real one. And, and, they, and you feel less than. But, but someone told me something that was really, really special. That when you're adopted, you're children. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you was a whoops. <laughs> Come on. Thank you, Lord. One of the things that really touched my heart when God brought that to me is that his heart is that the whole world would know that there's a Lord. Thank you, Lord. The whole world would have an invitation, and they would be invited by us to have been invited. Mm -hmm. He's invited me, and so now I invite others. And that's how God did it. That's the discipleship. It says, I have invited you. I received you. Now go share that with others and let them know that they belong here. And my heart is, is that God would take our hearts to another level because because we come into the house of the Lord broken in so many ways. Yes. Through the house, looking at one another and Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And say, so much.
Come on. Yes. Come on. You know why? Because belonging to this body as a world that is living in the world is in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Short lived. But belonging to the body of Christ is eternal. You guys realize that? Yeah. It's not the end. Amen. It's the beginning. Yes, Lord. The body of Christ, it takes us from this world into kingdom world, to eternity. And so belonging to the body of Christ is in an eternal, eternal life that we all get as we belong to the body of Christ. We get to live this life and then we get to live with him forever. Do not shortchange yourself and just live for this life. Earth is short. Heaven is forever. And so we want to live for eternity, right? So to live for eternity with Christ, we have to belong to the body of Christ. He says, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you would be with me also. All right. And that means we're going to belong with him forever. All right. You know, we're just not being a Christian. Okay. We're belonging to the body of Christ. Some people say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, but they don't want to belong. Belonging means connectivity. It means coming in and we're connected with one. It's like me saying that this hand belongs to this body, but the hand is over here and it's not connected to the body. That hand only will live so long not being connected. And so a lot of times we say, as far as worshiping together and coming to church together, we say, I'm, I'm a believer, but I'm not a belonger. Hallelujah. 
I'm mm. a believer. I believe in Christ, but I don't belong with the body. I can do without those people. I can do without them church people. I can do. So much more. You cannot do it by mm. yourself. Why God gave us the analogy oh, of the body yeah. is that so that we can really get an understanding of what it means to be in the body. This body, every part of it is connected. And anything that is disconnected in this body will surely die if it's not connected. All right. And so God gave us that analogy. That's why I said a body. So whenever the enemy brings you that crazy stuff, you don't need the body. You don't need to be with the body. You don't need. That's a lie from the pit. Look at your body, your natural body and say, yes, I do. Thank you, Lord. The hand needs to be connected to this arm. The arm needs to be connected to the shoulder. Everything needs to be connected. And so that it can live and so that it can thrive. And so we belong here. It doesn't matter until I went through this, the, the stroke, did I know the importance of the smallest things come on, in, come on. in mm-hmm. my body. Come on. That every part of it, things that you don't even know that's supposed to be working, all right? You find out when it's not working, all right? And so sometimes, as it says up there, that we, we sometimes look at things in, in the body and we disvalue it because we don't see the working of it, what it's bringing mm-hmm. to on. the body. But we, are, we need every single, every single part, part of the body and do not devalue any part of your body because when it's, when it's not working, you know why it's there, all right? And I, I just I thought about how my leg... When my leg wouldn't work and it just you know my leg and my brain was not making my leg move like it was supposed to move it's just flipping out flipping out flipping out those things that we don't even think god thank god for i've learned to thank god i've learned to thank god for thank you for my brain god that sends the signal god thank you for the leg that picks up the signal thank you god for being able because we take it for granted and the thing is is that's not take the body for granted Every part of the body, every part of the body, every part of the body matters. You know, have we seen, and a lot of times we've seen, um, I won't run, one part of the body is that we run away from one another uh, because of hurts, pains, and wounds. But the thing is, is that those parts are missed. We could say, oh, well, so well, okay, you know, but they're missed in the body and so God wants us to honor the body to honor every single part no part thinking it's more than the other part no part thinking that it it doesn't need the other part but the part every part saying you know what you belong to the body of Christ (laughs) everybody says I belong here I belong here I belong here and remember when people treat you bad don't run because of people treating you bad. Because people didn't say you belong to the body of Christ. All right. All right. <laughs> okay? Your head said, which is Jesus Christ, Jesus. that you belong to the body of Christ. And we must allow God to continue to work on all of us so that we can be that part, that working part, that functioning part, mm-hmm. that part that 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 gives what it's supposed Thank to give. But we all, it, just think if we all, just in your natural body, uh, the hand says, you know what? This arm is getting on my nerves. It doesn't treat me right. So oh. I'm, leaving, I'm leaving this arm. Or just It wouldn't work like that. But in the spirit, we got to see that the enemy fools us into believing that it works like that. And what we end up with is a weak body when God's coming after a glorious, strong body. And the glorious, strong body is when the members of that body believe I belong here and I ain't going nowhere. And I'm going to do what God has called me to do. And I'm going to stand. And after all, stand. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I thank God for for belonging. Yes. Amen. Because I could say there was a time in my life I didn't feel like I belonged anywhere. But God changed that. Yes. You know, and as she was talking about that adoption, you know, and the importance of understanding what it means, like she said, to be chosen, handpicked, you know, for that very family or whatever it might be. You know, and I, I think about how that Christ came and you know, in the beginning, he had his chosen people. Amen. You know, and they're still his chosen people. Yes. But 
the Jews felt like just because we're Jews. You know, and they said, we have Abraham as our father. We're good to go. We ain't got to do nothing else. We're we born into this thing. You know, it kind of reminds me of, of, of my children. At times we've had conversations and they thought, well, you're the pastor, so we got special rights. <laughs> you know, in so many words, you know. And, and, but see, one thing about Christ is there's no nepotism in this thing. You're not going to get in just because you you a favorite or you're a close friend or family. He opened the door for everybody equally and the same. And in John 1, I'm going to just read this passage in John Amen. 1, 11 through 13, it says he came unto his own. His own. Talking about the Jews. Amen. His chosen people. Amen. Because he, he was a Jew. Jesus was a Jew. You know, so he said he came unto his own and his own received him not. Why? Because they, they didn't, they, they expected their Messiah to come how they expected. Hallelujah. With a lot of pomp and circumstance, and, you know, and, and showing all his power and his glory yeah, and they had it set in their own mind how it was supposed to be. But when Christ came low and meek, riding on a, a donkey, amen, and, and having fellowship with publicans and sinners, they, they reject him. Amen. You know, but it goes on to say, but as many as received him, that's talking about us. They, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. In other words, at one time we were a people without hope. If you weren't a Jew, you didn't have no hope. I mean, you was considered a heathen. You know, you, you, were, you were a Gentile. You, you just didn't fit. You didn't belong. We didn't belong. But God made a way. Because when they rejected him, he opened up the door to everybody. All us Gentiles, all us sinners, all us publicans. Amen. But he said he gave us the power to become the sons and I'd say daughters, we might add, of God. Even to them that believe on his name. So all we got to really do is believe. Believe the truth. How hard is it to believe the truth? Sometimes it's hard to believe the truth when we really don't want to hear the truth. You ever talk going through something with somebody and they're telling the truth, but it don't fit your narrative, how you expected it was done. So you can't receive their truth. They got to be lying because if they lie, if it's really true, then I'm wrong. And I, 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 I you know, it's, and we don't want to be wrong. So we can reject the truth. But Jesus knows the truth because he is. He said he is the way, the truth and the life. Amen. so we understand that. You know, we look at it and say, okay, he's the truth. All we got to do is believe it. We don't have to understand it all together. We don't, we, see, so, so sometimes we make it difficult because we're busy trying to figure it out. We, hear, we, we say things like, I can't wrap my mind around, and you're right. Because God's too big for you to wrap your little finite mind around an infinite God and the way he thinks and the way he deals with his children. Sometimes we think we got it all together, but no, he doesn't. You see, even to them that believe on him, which now this is the thing, because he's, he's letting us know, hey, man, you ain't got to be a Jew. See, because even, even in that, I, I see people, they, they, they get saved, Gentiles, you know, us, us heathen, we get saved, and all of a sudden, we try to become a Jew. We study the Jewish ways, and they try to follow the Jewish festivals and feasts and all that, but that's not what he called us to do. We weren't saved by those things. And guess what? They weren't saved by those things. Yes, he said, let's just know in Romans, amen, that there's going to come a time he's going to open the door and all the Jews will be saved because of his will, not because of what they do. But he goes on to say, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Born of God, his will. It's his will that we understand that he opened the door so we can belong to him. We can belong in his kingdom. We can operate in a way that, you know, satisfies him. He wants to teach us and lead us and guide us, amen. He wants to, to deliver us, amen, from all the woes of this world because we are attacked by so many things. But, you know, one thing I've found in living for God, if I just keep my mind on him, you know, and if I could just trust him, then I, ain't, I don't have to be, you know, all worried and, and, and angry and anxious and 
all these things. Sometimes people say, how can you stay so calm and you don't react to this and that? Because I know the, the thing that matters is God. Yeah. And no, matter, no matter what happens in my life and yours for that matter, he's got the final word. And the more we understand that, the more we can be at peace, amen, with the things that come against us and the things that happen. And even, you know, our own shortcomings, when we go to him, we, we, we repent and we say, Father, forgive me. He said he wouldn't reject us because why? We belong to him. And if we would just acknowledge him and accept him, and this is the big one right here, trust him. Sometimes we don't wait for God because we don't trust God. But he's a good father. Amen. And I believe, like David said, I, I, you know, I was once young and now I'm old and I, I, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed beg bread. In other words, God takes care of his people. If we just trust him, amen, in the long haul, we just trust him in the difficult times. We trust him when we don't understand and life just don't make no sense. He knows what tomorrow holds. That's the good thing about belonging to God. You know, Jesus told him at one time, he said, Father, I, I, I've done the work you've given me to do. And he, he let him know, and, and I haven't lost a single one that you've placed in my hand. And if we would just understand that no matter what, he's able to get us to our destiny, our God-intended destiny, if we would just trust him. If we would understand how important and how comforting it is to know we belong to God and we belong in his kingdom and no matter what anybody says about it amen we are precious in his sight he he knew your shortcomings and he knew where you would fail and he knew where you would stumble and he he knew all those things because he does see the end from the beginning but in 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 all our struggle because I don't know what I'm gonna do tomorrow but guess what he does I might have plans. I might, you know, I got a doctor's appointment at 2 o'clock tomorrow, which I do. But I don't know if I'm going to make that appointment. But but God knows everything. See, so I can go through my life day by day trusting that God is opening doors. God is making the ways. And, you know, it, it don't say we don't put no forth, no effort. But in all we do, amen, the scripture tells us to get understanding. And if we understand that we belong to God, he says all things. Everybody say all things. All things. Now, now that don't leave nothing out. The word all is a, is a real good word because it excludes everything else, right? No, it includes everything. All the things that come against you, the good, the bad, the ugly. And he takes all those things and he says they work together for the good of them that love him. And if we would just trust him, because he loves us. Like Pastor Lynn was saying, he, he loved us enough to go to the cross. Amen. And, and when we couldn't, getting beat in wasn't going to work for us. You know, because as she was just talking about that, I thought about how that, some of the initiations mean that in order to be a part of their gang or their club or, you know, whatever it might be, you got to actually go out and kill somebody. Right. Take somebody else's life. Just, and that's how bad people want to belong to something. Yeah. But they don't know there's a savior. They say, you don't have to kill nobody. I went to the cross. And I was beat for you. So that you can come on in. I went and I laid down my life. So you didn't have to take somebody else's. To be a part of what I'm doing. He said I died for you so you don't have to die. And and I rose again. And not only did I do all that. Conquered death. But he said I I, I send the Holy Spirit. To abide with you. And to be in you, that's how much he wants us to understand that we belong. To strengthen us, that Holy Spirit to lead us, to speak to us, to guide us, to keep us if we want to be kept. He's He's doing his part continually. Amen. Because he knows his own. He says, I, I, my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. Do you know the voice of God? See, we belong to him. We, we begin to recognize our father's voice. Uh-huh. 
You know, I was talking last year, you know, early in, or early in the year, amen, that I w- we had gone Christmas shopping last December, you know, for, for, for Pastor Linda. And I was up at the outlet malls, you know, just in that place was crowded. It was a few days before Christmas. You know, I kind of wait till the last minute. That place was packed. And I'm walking through the aisles and walking from looking at different shops, deciding where I want to go. And they had lines everywhere. And I walked past this one line and, and I'm just looking around and my phone starts ringing. I said, okay. I pick up the phone. It's my son, DJ, my, my mini me, but he's not so mini no more. <laughs> you know, but I, I looked at him and I said, hello, son, how you doing? He said, dad, you just walked past me. Wow. He was in one of the lines. You know, and, and I didn't look back. He said, I recognize your walk. <laughs> so I turned around, walking about 20 feet back. There he was right there. And we went shopping and shopping together. But, you know, I, I bring that up to say this. He says, we should know his voice. Now, if my personal, my physical son can just recognize my walk, because I know he recognized my voice. But if he can recognize how I walk in a crowd of hundreds of people, that's my father. That's the kind of relationship God wants us to have when we know we belong, amen. We're connected to him. We know when God moves. We know when God's speaking. We, we know his voice and we'll follow his voice. And when the enemy starts lying to us and say, you don't belong because you did this and you did that and you're doing this and you're this. That's not what my daddy said. You know, I don't think we, we used to work hard at, you know, letting our children know how much they loved it and, 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 you know, Telling the girls that they're loved so that it wouldn't be the first time they heard it when some little joker on the road. We tell them they're beautiful so they wouldn't long to hear it from somebody else. You know, and that's what the Lord is doing to us through his word. He's telling you, I love you. You're loved and you're beautiful and you're, you're wonderfully made. Amen. You had no mistake. He, he's letting us know all these things through his word. So it makes it harder and harder. When we understand the heart of God, the word of God. It makes it harder and harder for the enemy, the father of lies, to come and get us off track. To tell us something we ain't heard. Amen. That that would pull us away because we know what the word of God says. What God has spoken to us already. That's where he wants us to come to. To know that you belong. Yeah, my kids still do things I don't approve of. Amen. But they belong to me. Amen. And they're, they're always, no matter what they do, they'll always be a part of the family. Amen. They'll always be loved. Amen. And God takes that to a whole nother level. Because not only is he going to love you where you are, but he's going to give you the strength to do better. He's going to lead you into a place, amen, that you understand that love is so great and so sacrificial that we wouldn't want to do anything else but to please him, but to live a life, amen, that brings honor and glory to his name. Just like I don't believe there's anyone in, the, in here that would want to do anything that would disgrace your natural family. We should be the same way with the kingdom of God. I don't want to bring any disgrace. I don't want to bring any reproach on the kingdom or not on my, my, my heavenly father's glory to touch it. Amen. So let's get it. As we go through these things, as we talk about these things, I mean, I know the last month we, we dealt with judging, but now we don't talk about, hey, we belong here. And I thank Jahai and his boys for coming, amen, and, and for just, that, just letting God use you. Letting you, I mean, because that, that, I've heard the song before, but it, this morning it ministered to me. I said it ministered to me. Amen. I belong. I got a place here. Amen. And I ain't going to run away. Amen. I'm going to enjoy it. Keep my heart and my mind set on him. So I'm going to get out the way and let Pastor Sam come and wrap it up and close us out. But we belong here. You belong here. Amen. There is a place for us all. We all belong. And if anybody wanted to come to the altar, whether they wanted to give their life to Christ, you feel like you've been backslidden or you feel like you have not belonged.
felt rejected by even the church, the body of Christ, we ask you to come. We want to pray for you. I think that we are all family here. I'm seeing, so I'm going to open doors to the church. So everybody's here belongs. Everybody here belong? Everybody here belong. Okay. Well, we will pray. Father God, we just thank you so very much, Lord God, for this opportunity, Lord God, to speak before your people. Lord, we just ask you, Lord God, these up and coming weeks, Lord God, as we really bring, Lord God, this message home to the body of Christ, Lord God, that you continue, Lord God, to expound it, Lord God, that one teach another one and one share it with another one and another one share with another one until someone hears, Lord God, and really feels that they belong. To someone recognizes that this is where they belong in the body of Christ. That your sons and daughters from all over the world will come ask, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to get back in right relationship with this Father? What must I do to have a relationship with this God who has so much to give me and I just want to receive from him? Lord, our desire, Lord God, is to live this thing out, Lord God, so that those, Lord God, that who do not know, Lord God, who have been deceived by the enemy and told lies that they do not belong, they will find themselves belonging. They will see where they belong and they will believe wholeheartedly without a doubt that they belong in this place lord we thank you lord god and as we leave this place whenever from your presence lord god we are asking lord god for your guidance lord god fresh revelation lord god as you continue to speak to us lord god speak through us lord god and of our places of employment lord god whether we are in the the marketplace lord god whether we at the mechanic shop waiting for our car to be repaired lord god what is ample time lord god that we can just speak with you lord god and speak to your people and all these blessings we ask your son Jesus' name. Let the church say amen. For announcements. Oh.